0: You're about to listen to a We Are LA Tech remix episode where we present to you a curated selection of impactful clips from previous episodes that you may have missed. And be sure to follow the links in the show notes to listen to the full episodes. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora. born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy.
1: Hi, my name is Elizabeth Tutas. I'm the head of community at Grid 110 which is a startup accelerator and nonprofit in Los Angeles that supports early stage entrepreneurs. I'm also the managing director of Girls in Tech Los Angeles, which is a nonprofit focused on supporting women in technology and entrepreneurship based in Los Angeles, I'm so glad you're asking this question because this is something from that personal pain <laughs> needs to be needs to be talked about more often. So I'll share something very embarrassing, which is that in in the early stages of my career, I rarely ever took time off. Rarely, and that uh, things have changed quite a bit since then. But I I would say the the number one thing is just take time off. Take time off when you can, go see your family, prioritize your hobbies outside of work if you have the ability to take your PTO, if that's offered. Um, But that's definitely the biggest thing is prioritizing my own health. What I also realized while working in Grid is that I'm setting an example to founders. So when I'm talking to founders and I'm giving them advice and I'm telling them to take care of themselves and I'm telling them to prioritize themselves, if I'm not doing those things, then it's harder for them to believe in those things um, either. So I think that's that's the easiest thing that anyone can do time off. And I, I think this is a piece of advice that could be relevant for anyone who's a founder, but also anyone who's a professional in tech, is to find something outside of work. So I'm a big proponent of getting involved in professional organizations. So whether that is Girls in Tech for me, I've also been involved with other organization and nonprofits in the past, um, like ARACE um, or Lean In. Um, I would find opportunities outside of work that are going to grow you and find nonprofits that are either in the humanitarian space or professional organizations to get plugged in. It will not only help you to grow your network, but it will also help you to grow as a leader. While well, I'm fortunate that I work at an amazing company at Good 110 with an incredible team, not everyone has that opportunity. So you don't want to fully rely on your full-time job or on your nine-to-five job to provide you with those leadership opportunities. You should really be seeking them out outside of work as well.
0: This is Harshad Soni, founder of Book My Painting. We are a tech-enabled e-commerce platform. We make custom handmade portraits from photos. So the key to content marketing is copywriting and storytelling. I think in fact, marketing can be summed up in these two words. Half of the marketing is all about copywriting and creating great great hooks. And other half, remaining half of the marketing is storytelling. If you are able to create great hooks and grab their attention, and build a story after that, so that you can keep their attention, you have them then. You just have their attention and you can show, you can uh, sell them in a subtle way. And uh, that that actually applies to all the formats, be it on Instagram, you have to write very catchy caption. We have to post uh, the photographs in a manner that are looking aesthetically, better than simply posting an artwork. You, If you need to make a collage or if you need to do something else, you have to make it aesthetically good and copywriting your caption does the work. And then the storytelling part. Similarly on the blog also, your cover image, the header image plays an important role in getting you click because if that does not entice the reader entice the user on the website and he won't even click on it. So getting attention through copywriting and maintaining attention through storytelling is actually the key and is the fundamental that can be applied on any platform. And that's how uh, all the marketing works. Yes. And It's still hard to get eyeballs. How did you get those initial eyeballs? How did you get people to read your amazing copywriting? How did those people find you? So the initial traction you have to actually push and uh, push on uh, on those social platforms, be really consistent and figure out some key growth hacks there. Our growth hack was Quora. Quora. Okay, now we're getting into (laughs) it. You're keeping it on lockdown. We're opening of the truck, go Quora. Quora is something that is very underutilized. Exactly. So Quora was, I was not even considering it for uh, sales, for sales of art. But I realize a lot of people are asking here questions. What is the best gift I can give to my girlfriend? What should I give to my mom? What would be the perfect gift for my parents' anniversary? A lot of such, uh, such direct questions and a lot of indirect questions where they were simply searching for a good present, not for a specific occasion. Like a lot of questions were very intriguing and that's where we knew that we have to follow these. We have to understand what are the most followed questions and what are the questions that people are actively reading on them because every question, has some answers. It shows how many views it has. So we started answering those questions. I Again, I hired a bunch of people, <laughs> go all into Quora and publish as many answers as possible, making it look natural. It should not look a sales post. It has to first answer the question, and then it has to answer, I mean, put in our book, my painting, Uh, photograph their example there or heading to website so that was the key thing so you have to find out exactly what platform can work best for you is it quora is it insta is it facebook twitter reddit
2: My name is Jay Kinga. I am a tramp wall and circus acrobat who's creating a business between circus and live performance and the connection between social media. I have 1.4 million followers on TikTok and I'm currently based in Tarzana. I think I did a pretty good job for my niche better than most people did. I will say it's a lot harder than people expect. TikTok as a platform, especially as people have started to learn more and more about it. I think almost everyone recognizes that TikTok's a lot harder to get those really deep connections. Mm-hmm. There are a few creators who I think like, obviously, Charlie's the one everyone knows of. Uh, when she partnered with Dunkin' Donuts, uh, the yeah. sales of coffee, her her specific drink went up like 30% or some That's insane crazy. number. Crazy, yeah. That's yeah. not normally the case for most TikTokers. We don't have that kind of like really good brand audience connection where if I say buy this, they will buy that. right. There are exceptions to every rule, but YouTubers, if you're spending 10 minutes every week with someone versus just like a few TikToks every week where it's like less than a minute long, there's just different scales to that. So I'm not a lifestyle kind of niche where you're paying attention to me, brushing my teeth and putting on makeup and eating like a bagel. Like I'm not doing normal everyday activities that you're relating. I'm not an Emma Chamberlain. I'm doing very specific, cool videos that make you go, wow. And then you get your serotonin boost and you scroll by. So it's like a very different category of entertainment, so to speak. But I did do one really good video. This is I'm pretty sure it was within the first month of me moving to Joshua Tree, probably the first two weeks. So TikTok still really hadn't... I mean, it was starting to spike. I had just made a new YouTube channel because before it was just like random stuff for like demo reels for circus. I made a new YouTube channel, my first YouTube video was literally just all of the TikToks that we'd made up into that point because we were crafting a storyline. Think WWE with trampolines. Like we had beef and there's all these characters and it was like a TV show, genuinely like that. So I took all of those that made sense in a story and I put them all together and posted that as a YouTube video and that's still my most you- viewed YouTube video. Once I posted that I made a TikTok, and all I did, there was a trend going around where people would start super far away from the camera and you could see them like frantically scrambling towards the camera, like the phone. And then they finally get it. And then they just say something completely stupid. That's it. And that was a kind of a trend that was going on around the time. So I started on the very top of the wall. There's a, a camera at the very end with a pad on the bottom. And I'm like, Right in the very first second of the video, I'm screaming, wait. And then I like jump down. I'm bouncing on this trampoline. I'm like, wait, I, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I do a front flip and land on my stomach and like bounce. And then I'm like army crawling to this thing. It's like very chaotic. And I finally get my phone. I go, I made a new YouTube channel. You guys should check it out. And I just like was very genuine. And and, smiled. and I think I gained 15,000 subscribers just from that single wow. video. alone. Oh, I think that video on TikTok wild. has over over 1.5 million views.
0: The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esfiri Devora, with help from Janice Veronimo.
2: Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll.
0: Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a We production.